Blog Talk Radio. Hey, good evening, guys. Welcome to the Vampire Diaries Night on the VRO. It's Friday, December 3rd, and this is Jessica from Vampire Stalkers. I'm here with my co-host tonight, Amber, from Vampire Support. Hello. So tonight we've got Marcos, but we're waiting on him to call in, so it might take him a few minutes. So we're really, really, really excited about this. Right, Amber? Yes, I'm really excited. I'm giddy. I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be back in the game. Yeah, it's been a while since we had a really good Vampire Diaries guest, so I'm excited about that. Plus, we just love Marcos, so. True. He was yeah. one of my favorite interviews last year, so. Or last, I say last year, last season. Right. <laughs> last season. It feels yeah. like it's been a year, gosh. It does, it does. It does, but you know, I saw Marcos a few weeks ago, well, it hasn't even been that long, but. When we saw him, what, two weeks ago, they were actually filming the episode that will air this Thursday. So it's kind of neat to realize that's how quick the turnaround is. It's true. So, that's but true. we're waiting on him to call in, guys. Hopefully it will be any minute. And But we can go ahead and talk about um, this week's episode. Amber, you want to do that while we're waiting? We can talk about this week's episode a little bit. I think everybody's in shambles and thoughts and... Craziness. I don't know if anybody was on Twitter last night, but it freaking exploded. I don't think I've ever seen so much controversy talk about an episode as I did last night. Right. Despite what happened at the end, I mean, the episode wasn't the best episode I've seen, but the last five minutes really brought out the claws when it comes to this fandom. there, There were some very strong opinions out there about what's going on and about the the way the writers are taking it. And I, I think that people just need to remember that they've got to change things up sooner or later. I mean, it's just like a soap opera. Like, I mean, it's a TV show and you have to change things up. It's not, it, that's life. That's that's real life. <laughs> yeah, we can't stick with the same on same all every week. I mean, I'm really excited for it. And, you know, I know that a lot of people... A lot of people have a lot of controversy about how they feel about, like, who Elena's going to end up with. And I think that's where a lot of the controversy is coming from with what people are upset about. Honestly, me sitting here, I love it. I love all of it. I want her to flip-flop around and have a good time. And when you're in high school, that's what you're supposed to do, you know? Yeah, that's true. And Maybe I think not with that, um, your old vampire, but, I mean, you're supposed to have more than one boyfriend, folks. Come on. And I mean, and I think people need to remember, if you want to re-listen, we're, we're going to be replaying Julie Plex's interviews in two parts uh, over the hiatus. And just remember, like, there's something very key that she says in that interview, and I'm not going to say it because I want you to listen. So if you want to know some of the answers to some of these questions that you have, that interview would be a really good one to listen to. And um, it'll answer some of the questions mid-season, whatever we are, you'll know You'll know the answer, whether you like the answer or not, you'll know the answer. And, and I, I think that it would be a good interview to listen to, especially this this point in the season. I, I think it's a good one to play back. Yeah, it's pivotal to go back and listen and kind of remember what she said. I mean, because I, I don't even remember everything. I'm going to re-listen. So I know that, you know, now we've got a lot of listeners that maybe didn't hear it at all, and then we've got listeners that did hear it and probably are like me and don't remember everything. So... Right. 
But right. I, and I'm going to tell you too. I think my favorite part of last night's episode was seeing next week's episode. It that's so crazy, I know, but but it was. <laughs> I admit it. Oh, I don't know. I think my favorite part of last night's episode was Jeremy. I know. I wish they would have just kissed. I really do. I did too. You should have just laid it on her. I did too. But I but love the time will come. Cat sang in last night's episode. Go cat. Was she sing last night? Yeah, she sang. Um, crap. Now that you ask, I can't tell you the name of the song. But hold on, and I'll look, and I'll tell you. Yeah, she sang one of the songs in last night's episode. You didn't know that? No. I see. I must, was it within the first five minutes? Mm, no, uh, it was a little bit farther in. Um, see, I missed parts of it because I was still at work when I was watching it. And I haven't had a chance to rewatch it yet. Well, hold on. So, let, me, let me tell you what the name of the song was. It was... Um, from the 90s, she recovered, only happy when it rains. You want me to play a clip of it? I'm only happy when it rains. That song by uh, Garbage? Yeah, okay. I know what song that is, yeah. So that was Kat. So I was really proud of her. Give a big shout out to her. I mean, that's awesome. I wondered if they were going to allow the singer, the ones that, the actors and actresses that do sing to bring that in, and I'm so glad they did. I hope they do that all season. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I have to. I, I still gotta rewatch the episode, so I, I won't miss it a second time. Yeah, they, I mean, you know, they're so versatile. It's it's really important to to let them bring that into the show and show what all they can do. So. Okay, Marcos. I mean, come on. <laughs> I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe he's still shooting, but I didn't know if they were shooting today or not, so I'm not sure. But. That's true, and if that, if that comes down to it, you know, we we um, we can always reschedule. That's not we can always reschedule, world. but, folks, he should be here because I did have um, – I had a talk with him Wednesday, and he confirmed then, so um, I know he hasn't forgotten about us. So It'll be all right. It'll be all right. So, yeah, so Jeremy was my favorite part of last night's episode. I, I loved his, because I, I love that he did it for Bonnie, but I also love that you know that he also did it for Elena. And it's yeah. nice to see their relationship bouncing back. I liked it when he put his finger on Cap's lip. No, she put her finger on his lip. Yeah, same thing. Sh- Whatever. I'm just <laughs> saying, I just love that intimate moment. No, I agree. I agree. Um, I agree. But it, was, it was good. It was good. It was a good episode. It was a good episode. I don't know that I liked it as much as I liked Katarina because that was like one of my favorite episodes of the season so far. Yeah. So, but that episode was just, it was brilliant. Nina was brilliant. So it's hard to say. She always is, though. I mean, she really and truly, she is rocking it. And I I still can't get over the fact that she's really playing so many characters this season and doing such a good job at it. It's amazing to me that 
that she can keep it all straight, especially since I know from us watching that she actually does all those characters sometimes in one day. I mean, right. you really think that she would have to separate it and be like one one day and one another day. And the fact that she's doing so much in one day just tells you how phenomenal of an actress she is, really and truly. So That's true. You know. That is true. Jeff Coley just said, next week I'm going to need to take some Xanax before Tyler's transformation. And I said, that's funny because Jess was talking about the same thing earlier and how we were probably all just going to sit around and cry. Well, you know, I really and truly, last night when he was watching Mason on the, the video, I almost cried then because I felt so sorry for him knowing that he, I mean, almost really and truly, you think maybe it is easier for him because he kind of knows, but I think it's probably harder because, I mean, can you imagine sitting around just waiting on a full moon and yeah, knowing, oh, true. my God, look at what my uncle went through and how awful this is going to be and yada, yada. You know, I mean, come on. I can't imagine. It was good. It was a good scene. It was a good scene. Matt and Caroline there at the end. I know everybody's talking about Tyler and Caroline, but I love Matt and Caroline, and I'm not going to give that up. I do. I like Matt and Caroline, but I like Tyler and Caroline, too. But I tell you what, too, and something I don't think people are thinking about, and it may have no bearing as well, but they did get that moonstone out last night, and it wasn't so long ago we were wondering why they right. wanted the moonstone. So I'm wondering if, in the long run, if Tyler, if it's going to make it easier on Tyler next week, or if Damon and Steph, if Damon's still just going to have it, and Tyler's not even going to know he has it. I mean, you know, right. really and truly, that could still play in next week. That's true. That's true. And one of the things me and my friend talked about last night. When especially after, especially after the connection between Tyler and Caroline, because of all that torture scene and him going through body changes, and Caroline kind of knew what he what he was going through. Um, I think one thing that stuck out to me is that for me, it just seems like that would be the reason they would come together, but that would be the reason why it wouldn't last. Because they've never liked each other, they've never been really good friends, and now they're just coming together because they have this thing in common, and I think that that thing in common is only going to take them so far. Yeah, maybe. So, it just depends. I would like for them to have a good friendship from this. But oh, I agree. Too, when you think about it, too, though, I mean, they said, you know, that the werewolf hates the vampire and once he changes. I mean, we don't know. Tyler may go after Caroline next week. I mean, and I mean, and if but if he does, I don't think it's going to be something he does on purpose. I, I I think it's out of his hand. Right. I think it's yeah. I think it's instinct. I don't think it's something that he can help. So I would I wonder how that'll affect their friendship if that, if that happens too. I mean, you know, I know it's a lot of ifs, but still, you kind of have to know. Yeah, I agree. Man, the chat's going crazy right now. Let me pull. I'm going to try to pull it. I think I can watch chat tonight. I am getting to do that, but I'm not able to comment, folks. So I'm very sorry. I'm still working on my computer. Yeah, it was. Um, but I'm trying to watch fun last night. at the same time because I emailed Marcos to remind him it was time. So. 
But the only reason he wouldn't call in is if he's shooting. So if that's the case, we surely, surely have to forgive him because we want him to do his job. That's true. That is true. You know, I went back and watched the first season over again because I've been trying to get my sister involved. And I caught a lot of things coming into the second season. I recommend anybody over the hiatus. if you have, Oh, they're going to be doing a marathon. Did anybody see that? They're going to be doing a, a season two marathon starting uh, the 13th. Was it the 13th, Jess? Did you see the commercial for it? I think it was the 13th. And then, though, I think they're going to do it like they did last season, two shows a night for five days right. so that we get the whole season again. Isn't that how they did yeah, it last so- Everybody can start that, but if you have time during your winter break, if you're out of school, if you're out of anything, definitely try to rewatch the first season. I'm not, um, for me, I think season two for shows tend to be pretty bad. I can say that for most shows that I've really been into, the second season has been the season where I was like, oh, I almost didn't make it. Like, perfect example, that would be True Blood. Like, season two of True Blood I thought was so terrible. And it almost made me not want to watch season three. Right. So, and so I have expected this season to just be a mix of a whole bunch of, I have no idea what's going on, I don't like the way this is going, blah, blah, blah. But I think the writers have done an extremely good job keeping people interested. I think that they've kept the storyline clean. And um, I think it's been an excellent second season so far. I mean, we have a half a season to go. But for a second season for a show, I think that they're doing an excellent job. It's Especially yeah, I agree. Season one and um, to R1 in the um, in the chat room, I saw he just said was that Matt's mom at the bar. I think he's talking about the preview, and um, I may be wrong, but it looked like to her to me too. So I'm going to chime in and say I think you're right. So I thought I saw her too. I didn't see that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw her, and um, if I'm not mistaken, I believe Brandon and I saw her here the week that episode filmed, so I'm almost certain it was her. So, um, Some of yeah, it kind of first, but you know, all, they also, in the extended preview, the Luca and Bonnie on the roof, Amber, is what we saw filming as well, and it's in the extended preview for next week. Oh, okay, okay. See, I've gotta watch, I'm going to have to watch all that. Yeah. And um, someone said in the chat room, season two is way better than season one, and I'm probably going to have to agree with you on that. And the reason I brought that up is because I don't usually feel that way about shows. I really do feel like they come in, and 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 I'm not saying anything against writers of shows, directors of shows, but season one would do so well, they just feel like they have to really outdo it with season two. And I don't feel like Kevin and Julie did that. I think they stuck to their story, and took a chance. It's either going to, people are going to love it or people are going to hate it, but this is how we're going to do it. And I think it really, really, really worked out for them. Because, I mean, I have not been disappointed. I have not been disappointed in an episode yet. So, it's it's hard to say. And last night's episode was definitely, you know. What's your stance on uh, Rose? I don't like her. I don't think anybody does. I don't like her. And I think she needs a haircut. So, but that's the thing, you know. I just say it like I see it. I don't care for. Her. I think she's got a hidden agenda. I just, I don't know. I hope that somebody pulls her heart out. Would make me. I happy. think that um, 
that's going to happen. I think that's going to happen. I'm confused about, however, I'm confused about Elijah's agenda because I know that he said to Luca's dad he would have died for her. They both went into bed. It wouldn't have been any good, blah, blah, blah. But I can't imagine that Damon alone would have been enough to stop Elijah. Like, I think that he could have killed Damon pretty quick and taken Elena. I don't think that it, because when he killed those two vampires and he ran off, I looked at my friend and I was like, where is he going? Is he going to wash his hands? And she just kind of started laughing and I was like really serious because I didn't understand the point of that show off. And I know that he said later they both went in dead, blah, blah, blah. But I don't know that it exactly would have went down that way because Elijah is pretty badass. He's a really good villain. Him and Catherine both, they're extremely yeah. good villains. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. And I'm really, I'm curious, though, I really want to know why he didn't do anything to Elena last night. That is really bothering me. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I was like, why? Because he said to he said to Luca's dad, now that I can see her, blah, 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 he said that guy was there, he would have he died for her, and they both would have ended up dead, and it would have been a wrong move. But what I'm saying is, is I don't see it like that. Like, I don't think that it would have went down like that. But, I mean, obviously he can't kill Damon, so I, I understand the writers writing it like that. But in all reality, he's pretty B-A-D-A-S-S. <laughs> like, yeah. He's pretty awesome. So, you know. As I understand, some people think that a line needs to be protected just until Klaus comes. But I don't know if that's actually the the going to be the whole big enchilada, the whole truth. Is she special? Is there something else that they want her for? Exactly. Exactly. I don't know. Um, I don't trust Catherine. I don't care if Catherine was in a tomb and she was vulnerable or what. I don't trust anything she says. I think her story was extremely believable. But the way that she, you have to think about the way that she put it to Elena. She basically told Elena, I turned your friend into a vampire because I need her. Your other friend is a wolf, blah, blah, blah. All these people are going to die for you, da, 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 da. So, of course, Elena's going to do something really extreme because she believed what Catherine said and she believed that everybody that she knows is in danger. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that it's exactly true, which goes back to, you remember last week, you remember the CW poster they released where it said, death is not a sacrifice Elaine is willing to make? And yeah. we had a lot of um, different opinions about that. Well, apparently after last night, death was a sacrifice Elena was willing to make. Um, I know for me, I was referring to her turning into a vampire. I did not think that that was a sacrifice she was willing to make. But I also did not believe that she would die for Damon and Stefan. And that ended up not being the case. So I was wrong on that. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, though, I think that, um, yes, Stefan played the martyr and he ran in and he got Jeremy out. But I really think, I think he wanted to be in there. I'm sorry, folks, but that's how I feel. He wanted to be the martyr and he wanted Elena to know that he did whatever he had to do to save her brother. And I'm sorry, I know there's a lot of Stephen fans out there that don't like to hear me talk badly about him. But I don't know. I just feel like he's a little bit, you know, not even necessarily whiny because I know that sometimes we make fun and say cries too much. But I'm not even going there. I'm just saying I think that I think he wanted to be in there. I really do. 
I mean, we see he was the one holding on to the finger of Catherine. All right, Brandon is saying, I agree, he wants Catherine, and we're not going to go into that because I don't don't think that that part is true, but I agree with you. I do think that, I do think that was a quick, thoughtless move, and I do think that he did it on purpose because what I was confused about is why Bonnie didn't go in there and use her powers against Catherine. I know that they didn't work before, but that was when Catherine was well-fed. Right. And if Jeremy had not gone in there, if Bonnie would have been the one to stand up and say, I'm going to go into the tomb. Or had I'm they went in there her. together. Had they went in there right. together. She could have weakened her. I mean, anything. It could have been a number of things. So I don't think that the whole, you know, um, trying to break down the spell and all that stuff. And another thing, that was a little messed up of Bonnie to channel that guy I mean, we, I, I don't think that he's a good guy from our point of view, but from her point of view, she does not know that he's not a good guy. And for her to channel him and to use his powers when the last time that killed someone, I thought that was a little ballsy. And I think that people need to take into consideration when they're saying that she doesn't, you know, they're saying that she needs to be with Jeremy and she doesn't care about this and she doesn't care about that. She does because she put someone's life on the line for them, somebody that she barely knows. And I think that her channeling that dude, channeling Luca last night, said a lot about how much Bonnie cares about everybody around her. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I think she she really does care more than anybody knows, and she's willing to do whatever she has to. I just don't think that it entered her mind to go in there herself. I don't think that she even thought of it. It was her job to stand out there and work on that force field or whatever on the tomb, and that's what she thought of. But I wish she would have thought, let me and Jeremy go in here together. He's got the ring. I've got my powers. She's weak and did it like that. Because no one should have went in there alone. I mean, that's just the bottom line. Nobody should have went in there alone. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But, you know, Jeremy shouldn't have went in there alone either. And had anybody known he was going to do that, maybe Bonnie would have said, no, I'll go with you, you know. I agree. And I, I agree. I think Bonnie should have been in there, and she should have just weakened Catherine and got the stone. But, I mean, Jeremy going in there wasn't completely stupid. But, I mean, Jeremy with somebody else would have made more sense. Jeremy by himself, not. But Jeremy with someone else would have made sense. Yeah, I agree. So it just depends. Okay, I tell you what, what we need to set up, too, we need to ask everybody while we're still waiting on Marcos is, we need a new show name. Since we're just doing Vampire Diaries now, Amber and I have not been able to think of a Vampire Diaries name. The only thing that I could think of was, like, Live from Mystic Falls, but Amber didn't like that. And she like said something that I didn't like, so we're eating. No, that was a joke. That was like, you, you guys have been treating me like that's the the word of God ever since I brought it up. <laughs> it was something off the whim, and I was like, we should call it the VRO Diaries, and everybody just instantly jumped down my throat, but it doesn't <laughs> necessarily, I wasn't, I wasn't saying it like it was the word. <laughs> I said we were even. 
I said live from Mystic Falls, and you didn't like that. Um, Ella said a night in Mystic Falls. That's good. I like that. I don't think I want anything to do with Mystic Falls. Listen to her, guys. She's so mean. She picks on me all the time. She's so mean. (laughs) No. No. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not saying that it's a dumb idea. I'm just saying Uh I don't like it. Go ahead. Dig it a little bit deeper. <laughs> Someone said TBD Tomb Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> we can call uh, the show. We can call the show Selena. No. <laughs> oh my that was a joke. God! You know how I feel about combo names. Oh. No, no, no. It really wasn't a joke. You know, everybody knows I love Stephanie and Elena. <sighs> <laughs> I don't know. I just know we need a new name and we, so we can stop saying Vampire Diaries Night. I agree. <laughs> Chloe Someone said Tomb Sex tomb After Dark. After dark. Okay, Chloe. <laughs> that's all she has on her mind tonight is Tomb Sex. And that's all everybody has in their mind. You know, that's all I had on my mind when I first, before I even saw the preview and the episode ended. I was watching it with my friend and I was like, Oh my God! They're totally gonna get it on. I was like, it's like two days, and Stefan's gonna be like, "Man, I gotta use my junk. I haven't used my junk in like two days." And we were joking, we were completely joking. The preview comes on, uh-huh. and it was like you could hear crickets in the room because both of us were like, "What the hell just happened?" We were like, uh, "We were totally joking. That wasn't that wasn't supposed to be true." Like, <laughs> we were totally joking. So, but it ended up not not being so funny. Well, oh wells. Oh Okay. Well, I'm starting to really wonder. Let me check my email. All right. Well, what else did you want to say about last week's episode? Okay. So Kristen says we should call the show "24 Lost Vampires." Oh, it's a joke. It's a joke. You remember the season finale, and you remember how there were 24 vampires out of the tomb? Yeah. Okay, well, her boyfriend made a joke because someone asked what was going on, and he said to the person, I don't know, but there's 24 lost vampires. And it was a joke because 24, and then Ian was unlost and vampires. I thought it was funny. If you don't think it's funny, whatever. But that's what she just said that we should call it. Now she's probably going to IM me and tell me I'm a jerk. But. (laughs) So. Okay, so what did you ask me a second ago? Yeah, you weren't listening, were you? I wasn't. I said, what else did you want to talk about the the, um, episode? I think everybody wants to talk about a lark and his chunky monkey. I didn't see that. So you guys can talk about it. I haven't seen it yet because I missed the first five minutes. Well, I want to know why he said, okay, he made the comment. You know, he had the ice cream. Obviously, him and Aunt Jenna had just had sex. And then he said, I I don't remember exactly, but something to the extent of, I'm going to leave because I'm naked. He wasn't naked. He had on boxers. That's not naked. Well, it's also cable television. That's naked. Still, he wasn't naked. If he was naked, he wouldn't have had on boxers, and we would have saw his ass, and we did not. You hear Jess say naked? You hear you say naked? 
All right, now. I told you all she picks on me all the time. Picks on me. Naked. Oh. <laughs> but I'm glad to see that Aunt Jenna is finally getting some. Although I don't understand why we only got a peak of three minutes of her on the show. Either, in my opinion, either she should have been on there last night or not been on there last night. That was kind of slim. So Aunt Jenna? Yeah. I don't understand how she stabbed herself and now she's having sex. Yeah, and she was really ruffled up. I mean, she like she was having a good time. So that's what, I, that's what I'm a little confused about. She must have healed real fast. And then she said um, something along the lines of, I know that he's been here a lot lately. If it's a problem, let me know to Elena. So evidently he's been in the night every night. So she's she's well good and healed. Well... I'm just saying. Just saying. Well, maybe Damon slipped a little little something in your drink. She healed up real quick. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's what it is. Well, let me see. Okay, who in the chat room? Does anybody have anything else that you wanted to bring up from the episode? Um, let's see. What do they want to talk about? Let's see. Mm. Oh, someone oh. said. Someone said Damon and Lena. We can talk about Damon and Elena. I'll tell you about Damon and Elena. Um, this is what's going to happen. Uh, th- this is the way I feel about it. Damon, two weeks ago or however long it was, he compelled Elena to forget that he told her that he loved her. So, if Damon does act like Damon and try to put the moves on her while Stefan's in the tomb, it's going to make me really dislike him because I feel like he made that choice when he decided to erase his feelings for her. And I think that it's messed up to do that to Stefan, because Stefan has really tried to prove himself. And on top of that, even if he does try, even if Stefan sleeps with Catherine, Elena's not going to do it. I think that people that want Damon and Elena together need to remember that I don't. it's not going to happen this soon. It it might happen in, like, season three, season four, but I really, really do not think it's going to happen this soon. And if it does happen this soon, well, then I'm going to be completely blindsided because I'm going to say that I did not see it coming because I just don't see Elena doing that. I don't think Elena's going to do it yet, but I think she's going to totally deserve to do it if she wanted to. I think she mm-hmm. might just bite the bullet and forget about Stefan because, I don't care how much of a martyr he thinks he is, he's not. I mean, we all saw what he's going to do in next week's episode anyway. But even if he didn't, he's been thinking about doing it. I don't care what he says. Let's be honest. You know, Brandon made a point the other day. And, Brandon, you can call in if you want to. I don't I don't think Amber will mind since Marcos hasn't called in yet. She's calling in to talk to Damon and, and Lena. I do mind. So we don't care. So she says that um, – what was it she said that um, – she said the other night that that Stefan got with Elena because she looked like Catherine. And, you know, I think I do think she's right. I, I do think she's right in that instance. I think that he loves Elena, don't get me wrong. But I don't think that he started it for the right reasons. And um 
I don't know. I I just feel like he went in that tomb because he wanted to be in that tomb. I'm sorry. I I just really do think he did. So well, what other reason to do her if, wrong? If we go that route, though, if we go that route, then what other reason would Damon have to be in, in love with Elena except for she also looks like Catherine? So there's no Catherine. winner there. He stood back though. He stood back. He didn't like go after her immediately because she looked like Catherine. He waited. He got to know her. I mean, let's be honest. He waited until he Catherine. He waited until Catherine was not in that tomb, and then decided that Elena was a backup. Oh no! Oh, well, he there's always Elena. He there's always Elena. She looks like Catherine. She's better than Catherine. There's always Elena. This is Damon we're talking about. Okay, and um, Amber. I'm going to let you take it for five minutes. I'm going to hang up, and I'm going to, I'm going to call, and then I'm going to call right back in, okay? Okay. All right. I'll be back in a minute. Bye. Hello? Hello? Amy, are you there? I'm here. Hello. Hey. Raymond's on, too, with us. I am. Oh, Lord. Here we go. Shut up. Don't talk to you like that on my show. <laughs> she does have the power to mute your call, so what's what you say to Amber? <laughs> All right, Brandon, let's hear it. What do you want to talk about? Well, obviously you want to talk about Elena and Damon, so I'm going to give you the stage. Okay, well, I'm going to tell you my reasons that I think Damon and Elena should be together. And if you because can't make you fun of the end. No. Well, yes, but no. <laughs> I think that... Hold on. I'm going to pull it up because I don't remember. Don't laugh at me, Nene. Why don't you think they should be together? Why don't I? Yeah. Yeah. Because I think that it's disgusting. I think that if Elena would have been with Damon first, that I'd feel the exact same way about Stefan. I think when you look at the Catherine and you look at you look at the Catherine situation, Catherine had compelled Stefan, for the most part, from what we've been told. So Stefan, they didn't know better. He did not know better. Damon knew better to be sleeping with someone that's sleeping with his brother. But Stefan really didn't know better. So I think that at this point we have someone who's not being compelled who is in that situation, and I just don't think that hopping around from brother to brother is a really good idea for your character of a person. I'm not saying that um, people that do that are bad people. I'm just saying that it doesn't set good examples, and I personally just think that it's kind of gross. Well, see, you and my nanny are on the same team here. We want (laughs) Stephanie and Elena together. Don't look at me like that. You yeah, and what Chloe said, what Chloe said, Damon has slept with her mom. Damon has slept with her great, 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 great grandmother. I mean, Damon's had his share of that line in the family. And that's another thing. Would you want to sleep with somebody that slept with your mom? Nope, I don't think so. I'm uh, blah, 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 blah. No, don't think so. It's gross. Blah, 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 blah. Who's saying blah, blah, blah? Who do you think? Okay, these are my reasons I think they should be together. 
I think, and somebody brought this up to me the other day, that Stefan is playing games with Catherine. Every time somebody gets close to killing her, who's the one who stops her? Stefan. Yeah. He can't kill her. He won't kill her. Neither one of them can. The demon put her in the tomb. Yeah, but would, what do you think would... Do you think Stefan would have been able to do that? He would have fell for all that crap. Elena needs me. And he would he would have pulled her out. Okay, Brandon, hold on for a minute. Jessica? We're picking up the call. Jessica. Hey, Marcos. Hi. How are you? I'm good. I'm sorry we were shooting. That's okay. That's what I figured. That's what I told people. Are you good to talk or do you need Yeah, to... I'm good to talk. Okay, awesome. Okay, Sorry. everybody, we finally have Marcos. He's been shooting, so we absolutely forgive him because we want him to do a great job, right? Hey, guys, yes. I, I, hang on, I'm just taking my jacket off. Actually, he couldn't have called in at a better time right. as I was getting into his heated argument with your daughter, so that was good. Good timing, Marcos. <laughs> All right, hello, here I am. You there, Jess? There, so I didn't lose Jess. Okay, there you are. Okay, Marcos, you know that it's a fan-oriented show. We, we're so happy to have you back. We love it when you come on. So um, a lot of the fans sent in a lot of questions. So we'll just jump right in if that's good for you. Let's jump right in. I so apologize for being late. I just couldn't get away from the set. You're good. No, it's You're absolutely good. fine. We love what you do. So however long you needed, that was great. So, but, okay, First, Our first question was, as we all know, the episode that airs next Thursday is your first episode of Season 2. How does it feel to be back? Uh, well, it's not. I didn't direct that episode. Oh, really? Yeah, I I just directed the Tyler Wolf transformation, with the, or the Tyler sequences. That, but, but that comes on next week, right? Yeah, but I didn't, yes, but I didn't direct the episode. The episode is actually directed by Liz Allen. And I was just, I just came, I directed the episode after that. Okay. And I just came in to do the sequences with uh, Michael Trevino. Oh, okay. So the episode is actually directed by Liz Allen, and I did, I guess, what's called second unit on it. To, to okay, to. well, um, one of the biggest questions that we know is you're back. Are you back for just a few episodes, or are you staying until the end of the season? I'm back. I'm back until episode sixteen. Okay, uh, so that's a good, a good little run then. Yeah, we're we just. I I came in episode eleven, and I'm I'm basically here from eleven to sixteen. And the the person who I brought in to replace me had to uh, had to leave, so I just kind of came in as a transition to to keep the show going and then bring somebody else in. Okay. Yeah. Well, it, does, it, does it feel good to be back? It's great. I mean, I feel like I never left because I would talk to Kevin and Julie all the time, and you know, the the cast and would would text me, and I still am very much because I directed the pilot. I'm always a part of the show. Right. But it does feel great to sort of be here doing it again, and it, it's kind of a bummer because it reminds me of how much I love doing it, and I hate the fact that it's away from my home. Or else I would be on it full time. Right. But yeah, it's good to be back. It's fun. It's a really and how are you guys liking this season? Oh man, uh, we're, it's amazing so far. We were just discussing how some shows tend to overdo a season two, 
when a season one is so good. And uh, we were just discussing how that's not how this is. That Julie and Kevin are very well stuck to the story, and they, we get what we get, and it and it's really good. It's been really really good so far. Yeah, I remember after seeing the, you know, I mean, I had read the scripts, and I, I said to them that I thought it was the best. Yeah, there's always sort of a hesitation, like you know, are we doing the right thing coming in, you know, telling this story right now, but. I tried to put myself in the position of a fan for the beginning of season two. I tried to distance myself and just watch the episodes. And, you know, I was so hooked immediately. And I remember calling Kevin and saying, I think I think we, we did good. I think there's not going to be a misstep, which you're right. Sometimes in season two it just kind of starts off dodgy. But I personally yeah, think this is or in easily or... one of the better shows on TV right now. No, it definitely is. And I've actually... Uh, I, a lot of people that I know that I've gotten a few more people, I think season two has brought in even more fans. Like, there's just been, it's just, like, my sister's blown away. And she's a hard person to make happy when it comes to TV. She's a very judgmental TV watcher. And she's, like, loving the show. So I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, I'm The fan base is so big, too. You know, I don't know if you realize it or not, but I'm doing the Mystic Falls tours because I live here in Covington, and I'll I'll take people on days when you're not shooting usually. I'll take people around and show them, like, they filmed this here, and, you know, this scene was done here, and yada, yada. And we've had people come from Brazil, from Germany, from France. And I'm not talking once a month. I'm talking seven days a week. People are flying here, and they're coming just to Covington, Georgia, just to see where the Vampire Diaries films. And I've never heard of a show doing that well in, like, a season two that they've got that much input, especially when you come to Covington and there's nothing else to do. So it's not like there's (laughs) any other reason they could be there. What do you mean? There's scoops. But there's scoops, but that's it. Scoops is part of the tour. (laughs) Scoops is part of the tour. Scoops is Yes, Scoops is part of the tour because it's so phenomenal. And the cast and the crew, y'all all all love it. So I have to tell people how much you love Scoops. But besides that, I mean, they're really just there for Vampire Diaries. And that's amazing. You know, it's got to be a a phenomenal feat just to know that. That is amazing, and we're we're proud of that. That's great. Well, with all that said... Are you so you so you didn't direct the last episode, you just told us that and um but you did come in for the Tyler part, so are you excited to be part of the pivotal Tyler transformation episode? Like are you glad that that's when well, you came I, back yeah, I mean, at that I moment? Think, I think it's funny that it landed on my shoulders because I was always joking about how I think I even said on your show last year that I you know, that's gonna be a challenging thing to do. And um and then of course as it as it got closer and closer everyone was like, Well, you have to you have to do it. <laughs> and I think we did a great job. The the I'm not gonna give away the mythology of how it happened yet, but you know, maybe afterwards we can talk about it. Kevin came up with I think is sort of a brilliant way to say uh a, a brilliant way to describe our werewolf transformations. We we spent a lot of time looking at how it's been done in movies before, and um, you know they're it's scary because they're not great, and some of them kind of yank you right out of have no credibility. And Kevin came up with this idea that it, it I don't want to say before you guys see it, but um, it's really emotional, and it's not just about like you know a, a person transforming into a wolf. Right. There's a big sort of 
I think you really feel for Tyler, and that in and of itself is great. Yeah, I can honestly say in this week's episode, I was talking earlier about it, when they were showing Tyler watching Mason, Yeah. you know, what he had, just that was emotional enough for me that I almost cried. So I can only yeah, imagine I, I shot, what I y'all did next the, week. Uh, I directed the little video of Mason in the garage, too. That was fun. Ooh. See? That was a, okay, then. That was a great, great yeah, but video. But that was just like a tiny little, but a little taste of what you'll see. We'll but it was more. a moment of brilliance. So, I mean, it almost made me cry just that little bit. So I can only imagine. But um, I, I want to know, too, I know you directed an episode of True Blood in the Plast. Did that help you with this episode? How much of it will be CGI, can you say, or would you rather not? No, I, um, my episode of True Blood didn't have any werewolves, if that's what you mean. Is that what you mean? We're in terms yeah, of that's werewolves? what I mean. If that no, helps you yeah, with mine, this. I did season one of True Blood, so we didn't have werewolves. Um, but, uh, no, there's, go- there's uh, believe it or not, there's very little CG in what we came up with. Very, very little. That's amazing. Yeah, that makes me more excited, actually. It yeah, that was the big. That that was the big thing, and like the, like I said, this is something we've been thinking about from the day we shot the pilot. Was when we get there, how do we do this so it's not like oh that was cheesy, that looks bad, you know? And I look, I'm all I'm going to say is I'm a big believer in less is more, and Kevin is real. Kevin and Julie are so great with. Um, hitting the audience emotionally where it hurts and the, I think the combination of visual the visual storytelling and the emotional storytelling um will will resonate stronger than just you guys looking at a screen and watching someone go from human to dog form right. it's not it's not about that I think it's more about like this is a horrible thing to experience and feeling what he's feeling as as he's going through it I think everybody is half expecting that because everybody was discussing last night through Twitter and through what else ever that somebody was going to sell out of tissues for next week because everybody, I mean, I mean, everybody is focused on Tyler right now. It's Tyler, like everything's about Tyler, and I mean, and he has really brought the emotion to his character. Like Michael Trevino has done an amazing job, and I think that everybody is ready for that emotional connection with him come next week. Yeah, definitely. I think it's I'm really proud of Michael. And he did a great job. You'll see. You'll see next week. I'm excited. Well, we got this question from a fan. This is a kind of long question, but it's a, a, actually a really good question. Um, they said, I have seen a couple of the Vampire Diaries scripts. There isn't much stage direction in there for the actors in terms of how they should look at each other or how they express in subtext, whether love, anger, or whatever emotion. So is it all up to the director and the actors to bring the scene to life? That's the director's job. That's what a director does. That's primarily, you know, everyone. Some I get sometimes I get asked that question. It's like, you know, what exactly do you do? And uh, I think that defines it right there. You know, we get a piece of paper with words on it, and you have to you have to shape it. You have to direct it. You have to put the nuance in there, and and get the actors to do. I mean, we we are blessed with uh, very talented actors and kids who know how to do it when we need them to do it, but they still, without someone shaping it, uh, I think would be it'd be difficult, or else, you know, my job wouldn't exist. 
Right. And uh, but yeah, that's that's the most fun part is when you read a scene and you're like, you know, this would be great if we linger on this moment or if they glance here or they glance there or the camera pushes in here and we put in some music and the audience is really going to feel that. Or how do we make this moment scary? It's very easy to write, you know, uh, girl number one walks into a room and looks around and then is attacked. But how do you make that scary? And it's, that's the great part of my job, you know, figuring that out. Right, yeah, I, I, you know, and when you say that, I think right back to Miss Mystic Falls, and I think a lot of people do, because I, I tell you, not a week goes by that somebody does not talk to me about Miss Mystic Falls and the Damon Elena scene. So, I mean, when they were uh, when they dancing, were dancing. The, yeah, the whole scene that just, you know, there was so much emotion there without anything really even being said, and so you well, definitely good. know your stuff. But um, I know after next week's episode, the show goes on hiatus until after the holidays. Do you know when it will return? Uh, I, you know what? I'm standing in my office. I could probably tell you. I just got to find that piece of paper. Uh, set schedule. Let's see. Um, production schedule. Editor schedule. I need to find the air schedule. Keep asking me questions, and I'll find that. <laughs> okay. Will that be the last hiatus of the season, do you know, until the finale? I think it will. I'm not 100% sure, but um, I believe it will be. Okay. okay. Right here. Hang on. Air date. Let me just tell you. I can tell you. I can answer all this for you right now. Let's see. Um, episode 11 is next week, so that airs. Hang on. This chart is a little bit tough to read. Is that 12-9? Is that December 9th? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so then episode 12 airs on uh, January 27th. Okay. There you go, folks. Everybody's been asking. That's That's a a long long break, though. Yes, it is. Y'all are trying to kill us. Hang on. 27th, then the 3rd, then the 10th, then the 17th, 24th, 14th, I think that's the last. Yeah, that looks like the last one. Well, at least it's the last break then. Yeah, I think, if I'm doing my math right. And actually, but, there's a couple of shows that start back up in January, so we're But we're we'll going to do a marathon. There's going to be a marathon in this hiatus. Right. Like a pretty, you know, pretty good Yeah, so that'll kind of help out a little bit. Yeah. Okay, a lot of the fans have their opinion on who Elena should end up with, and a lot of fans were wondering, what's your opinion? I know you can't say, but what is your opinion on who Elena should be with? I think she should end up with uh, Jeremy. <laughs> all right. Okay. Well, Which so might have worked last season until we realized they were cousins. So <laughs> that might have worked last season until all right. we were like, oh, wait, they should end up with her one true love. Okay. Matt. Whoever that may be. Matt. It's Matt. Right? Whoever that ends up being. It should be right. Matt. <laughs> okay, Matt. You know, that does make, you know, a lot of people yeah. won't like that, but that may make sense. I don't know. I I, I don't know. I, the funny thing is, I can't see, oh, I'm not, I can't say. Oh, like even come just, on. Even just my opinions, I think people will take it as like, oh, this is what's going to happen, so I'd rather not. Yeah, and I, I agree with that. I, think I agree with that. that. People will say that, yeah. yeah. I think that's probably true. Because yep. it All really right, well, is. Just my opinion no, go ahead. 
<laughs> no, I was just going to say, really, even if it really is just my opinion, I think they'll think it's true. Right. I agree with you. Because there's some, there's some pretty serious people out there when it comes to Elena's relationship. <laughs> <laughs> like we said, Marcus, when you called in, Amber and my do- my 15-year-old daughter were fighting on the air about who Damon should be with. So. Really? Yeah. And what's your opinion? <laughs> I don't think that... I, I don't think that Damon should be with Elena, but she believes that she should. So that was our argument. I think that Damon should just be with whoever he wants to be with because that's how Damon rolls. But I don't think that he should settle down with his brother. And I said that somebody should pull Rose's heart out because I don't like her. <laughs> but that's just me. Well, okay. <laughs> mm. A lot of people don't. A lot of people don't like her. Someone said, What did someone say last night? They said you could so... Who's who? The kid that died a couple weeks ago that got his head cut off said you could sew his head back on and he would have he'd be a better. Being. I don't know. They were saying something. It was funny though. Something about so. I don't know. I'm getting. I if I, I know. It, it I, I get it. I, I know what you mean. Now, do you think it's a matter of character or miscast? I think it's a matter of the character. I, I don't, yeah, I, I think it's the character. As I know, she was on Supernatural, and I know a lot of people. I've never watched that show, but I know a lot of people that really loved her character on there, and a lot of people that really enjoy her as an actress. So I don't think that it's miscasting. I just think that it's just the character. I, I don't think that. I think she does good with the character. It's just one of those characters you don't like. I mean, yeah, it's kind of exactly. like I don't think her character has any substance as far as intriguing enough that I want to keep seeing her. Right. Yeah, that's. I think that's how I feel as well. That makes sense. All right. Any more questions <laughs> I can answer? Yes. <laughs> uh, Jess, where do you want to go here? Let's see. Um. Okay. We want. Um. Some fans wanted to know that you you all work nonstop filming for season one. Is that normal for a first season show? And are they going to have to work that hard this season to keep it going, or do you get a little bit more of a break because the cast kind of knows each other and you know the ins and outs more? No, it's the same. It, production schedules never change. They're the same on every show. It's like you start and it's just nonstop all the way through. So this is exactly like it was last year. Right. Okay. Even when you know you, we go on these long hiatuses for for the show on television, we're not on hiatus uh, in production. Right. Which is good for well, us to live in Covington. Yeah. <laughs> but we haven't been there that much this year. You haven't. You haven't been here near as much as last season. Yeah, because what we what we've done is we've built more sets, and we are you know in in various other locations right now, and we only really need to go. Like our Mystic Grill set is here on our stages, right? And we only really need to go there if you know we we got something outside the grill or in the town square. Yeah, yeah, we miss you. Well, we'll try to come. We'll be back. We'll be back. Okay. We have <laughs> a couple of I new hear. locations. We have a couple of new locations in Conyers that we scouted today that we're going to be spending some time in. Well, that oh, sounds that fun. What's that? Say good old Conyers. My best yeah. friend's from Conyers, so I've been visiting Conyers for like the past ten years of my life. On your uh, little Mystic uh, Falls tour, do you guys go to uh, like the plantation homes we'd been to? Um, we go to most of them. Yeah, I go to um, the, like the flashback house for Lockwood Mansion. Then I go to the, all the present day homes that y'all use in Covington. And um, sometimes we go out to Gaither's Plantation for the eighteen hundred Salvatore home, yeah. but we don't go there. I have to see, you know. When it's open, you know. Right. 
So it just, you know, it kind of varies a little bit. But, yeah, we go to most of them. And a lot of people really like those older homes just because, you know, y'all film there, but also just because they're beautiful older homes as well. Yeah. So, but I try yeah, to put really it all pretty. in there. I, I drove by, we drove by one of them this morning in in, in Covington, uh, and I think it was for sale. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yep, it is. They want $1.4 million for it. Yeah. <laughs> you know well, everything about it, it, don't you? You're welcome to it. Go ahead. <laughs> I can't afford it. There's a lot of money for a small town. Yeah, I can't afford it. Okay, oh, Amber, Lord. do you want to go to the next question? Yeah, and I'm I'm actually going to change it up a little bit. Um, based on the last interview that we had with you, you talked about um, doing a pilot for another show, and you talked about going back to Dexter. And I, I may be wrong when I say this, but I don't think I've seen you accredited for any episodes of Dexter so far. And um, I was wondering what was going on with that and what was going on with the other show that you were working on. I... What we what I did was I went back and I was booked to do three episodes of Dexter, and then I was uh, Jimmy Smith, who I had worked with on Dexter the previous year, got a show at NBC and he called me up and asked me to come do the same job that I'm doing here in The Vampire Diaries on his new show, and I went and did that for. Uh, I decided to do that because it's, uh, it was really close to my house. It was at the Universal lot, which is you know, a five-minute drive from home, so I can be home with the kids and the wife. So I made a decision to just do that show. And for 12 episodes, that show ended up getting canceled after, I think, nine episodes. It was called Outlaw. It was on NBC. I so, love that show. So that's what I ended up going. That's what I ended up choosing to do. And then when that got canceled, I came back here to to do to fill in for them for uh, these six episodes. So that's what I've been doing. And yeah, I was loving Outlaw, really and truly. I was. Why do you think the network canceled it? You just I, think I it didn't have enough viewers? It didn't find an audience. You know, it it was a, a Friday night show for a, an, quite frankly, an older demographic, more of a West Wing type show, a little bit of a procedural. Um, it had a really great cast. You know, it just didn't find its audience. And yeah. networks are like, uh, they're just not as patient anymore. They have to have a, a quick return on something. And, and that's it. I mean, look, at the end of the day when I'm directing, uh, I honestly, if I'm directing theater or a music video or a commercial or a TV show, I tend to fall in love with whatever it is I'm directing because I love what I do. So... I am very, it's hard for me to kind of look at something and go, I hate this, you know? Right. I'm always too close to it to judge. And even like Vampire Diaries last year, I didn't realize that how big the show was becoming because I was so in it. So I was so into doing my job that I was I was unaware as to, you know, how the world felt about it or if it was getting ratings or not. And then when they decided to cancel, you know, they cancel and that happens in my industry and you move on. Right. Yeah, no, I really liked Outlaw, but I think that I, they didn't do it justice sticking it on a Friday night. Yeah, and there was really no advertising for it. But, you know, look, at the end of the day, um, I wouldn't be here if that had continued. So everything right. happened for a reason. That's Thank true. You. And we're glad you're back. So even if it's just for six episodes, we're, we're definitely glad you're back. So That is true. Well, um, they announced yesterday that there's going to be a season six of Dexter. So are you planning on going back to Dexter at all? Uh, I'm I'm 
I've been invited to and my plan I, you know it's hard to tell because these things happen so Dexter won't start shooting until June and we're you know at the beginning of December now so that's 6 months away between now and then I there's so many things that can happen and there's so many opportunities and it's it's really sort of impossible to say like I'm le- I could I could stay here till the end of the season but I I'm going to leave and hopefully go do a pilot for a show that I sold, um, but but that may not happen. You know, the way these when when people talk about going to do a pilot or selling a show, there's multiple steps to it. First, you pitch it, and then you sell it, and then you have to write it. And then once you write it, they decide if they're going to shoot the pilot. And then if you shoot the pilot, they decide if they're going to pick the pilot up. And in any one of those steps, you can you can stop. You know, we may get the script in, they may not like it, and not shoot the pilot. And then what happens is I got to go, I'll go find another job. I, I go on to another show. I just go direct episodes of, you know, whatever show decides to hire me. Right. Okay, well, we're going to, um, we're getting close to the end. You sound like you're tired and we want to, we know you well, have we're, a long we're at lunch right day. Now. Do what? We're at lunch right now. Oh, God. Lunch at 10 o'clock. Okay, we're going to let you go to lunch. <laughs> We're we have definitely another, gonna let we have go another to six hours to go of shooting. <laughs> okay, um, the last question was, um, a lot of your fans just wanted to know what your favorite TV show was. Right now, I think my favorite TV show, besides The Vampire Diaries, and I mean that, I, I'm like a huge fan. <laughs> it's, right? It's, it's tough for me to, sometimes I wish I could just watch and not have to know everything. But um, I think right now it's The Walking Dead. Oh, thank you. I called it. <laughs> I called it. I said, I bet you he's going to say The Walking Dead. If he has any taste, he's going to say The Walking Dead, because that show is freaking amazing. All right, yeah. I'm done. I have to say, Marcos, my husband and I worked as extras on The Walking Dead. We were zombies. Yeah. And I had nightmares the night before I went, because I was scared to go and see all the people in makeup. I had nightmares after I came home, but they did such a phenomenal job. I mean... It's amazing. Oh yeah, no, it's, it it really is. I mean, the guy who does uh, the zombies on that show, his name is Greg Nicotero. He does. He's doing all our um, werewolf stuff. Oh, that's a good thing. That to, says yeah. a lot to me because yeah, that says a lot. I'm pretty obsessed with this show, so that does say a lot. That's um, a lot. That's amazing. That's awesome. That's really awesome. Okay. Well, um. Amber, you want you want to do the last little bit so you can go eat lunch? Um, well, I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I've eaten. I'm good. I'm just saying we're at lunch. we got a whole night of shooting ahead of us. Goodness. Well, we'll give you some time to wind down. I think that we got out of the way what everybody wanted to know, and we're really excited that you're back filming, working. Oh, how's that new baby of yours? She's That's a great. That's good question. She's great. <laughs> Can't wait to get, get on the plane tomorrow morning and go back to see her. Oh, I bet. That's a beautiful picture you Twittered a while back. We love that, by the way. Twitter more pictures. We love it. I know. Sometimes I'm like, I don't know if it's weird. I'm tweeting pictures of my kid to thousands of people I don't know. Oh, but we love it. My daughter always says, oh, she's so cute. I think Nina Twittered a picture of her with my kids. Or Did I Twitter a picture of Nina with my kids? I think you Twittered a picture of Nina holding the baby and your other little girl. Yeah, she came. That she, they love her. It's so funny when my older one, the two-year-old, sees her on. She's only two, and she sees her on TV, and she says, "Nina." <laughs> and I don't think oh. she knows 
what she's looking at. Right. It's funny. Well, we really want to thank you for coming on tonight. We really appreciate it, especially since you were shooting. I actually shot you an email a little while ago to remind you because we didn't. We figured you were shooting. So I just, know I got it. It's just we were in the woods, and I was like, I got to get to a phone. <laughs> well, you can just delete it now. <laughs> You're not the first person to do that. When we interviewed Melise, she was in the middle of shooting and and called us on lunch. So we appreciate you guys doing that. That's really yeah. Awesome. No, I just I didn't realize because I'm not directing. I'm just um, I'm here producing right now and I just thought I could walk away but we're in the middle of doing some stunts I didn't want to leave well no we really appreciate it we, we want to you know absolutely thank you for calling in we, you know everybody was really excited when we said that you were coming back on you're one of the people that they've asked us to re-interview that you know we did a and lot of Empire Diaries people but they really wanted you back you guys want to say hi to Julie I do oh, yeah hang on yeah that'd be great she, I just saw her run down the hall hang on Julie. I missed her. She left. Oh, well, that's okay. She can definitely call us back whenever she's ready to. Yeah, well, We're Kevin and Julie are in town, which is good. We're actually going to be replaying her interview uh, over the hiatus so people can kind of compare what she said to what's happened in season two. So that's going to be pretty interesting when we, when we get back on air and everybody's like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> yeah, so. don't put the money. Yeah, well, good luck with that. Things change quickly here. Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. Well, All right, okay, guys. Well, well we thank just... you. And, again, sorry for being late. but. Uh, oh, yeah. no, you're good. You're good. You're All definitely right. good. Um, can we get you to do a sound bite for us again, though, like you did last time? We just need you to say, this is Marcos, and you're listening to the VRO, and you can add in whatever else you want to go so that we can play it during our commercials. Ooh, add in whatever else I want. What do I want to add? Oh, yeah, whatever, anything you want. <laughs> Even PG. Oh, I know. That is so... No, I'm just kidding. I'm... I can't think of any. I'll I'll just give you my name, and we are watching VRO, right? We're watching? Yeah, yeah. we're, we're listening, listening to, to the VRO. Yeah, okay. Uh, ready? Yeah, ready. Hey, guys, it's Marco Siega, and you are listening to the VRO. Thank you Excellent. so much. Thank you, Marcos. All right, thank you, guys. All right, see you Bye-bye. later. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Hello? Hello? Well, that was so good. he finally made it, guys, and we're so very, very appreciative. Yeah, totally. That was a lot of fun. Marcos is always fun. I love his answers. Yes, I do too. They're He's so informative, right in there. and they're so like detailed, and you, he believes in what he he loves his job. And yeah, I, I think that's one of the reasons why he's so fun to interview is because he loves his job and he's smart and knowledgeable, and I I just love his answers to everything. I agree. I agree. And we know Kevin and Julie are there, so we know that, you know, lots of great things are happening in yes. our diaries land, folks. They're working yes. all night on a Friday Yay. night. What does that tell you? <laughs> all night on a Friday night equals very, very committed. Yep, it does. Can I break in? No. Go ahead, yeah. <laughs> you guys did a wonderful job. So, a round of applause for Jess and Amber. Yay! Thank you. Um, Thank you. 
But I kind of wish I was a fly in those woods tonight. Right, me too. Oh, <laughs> a little hoot out up in the tree. What about the fact, um, you know, I'm thinking about just going and getting my car. What did you say, Conyers? <laughs> I'll be there in 10. I'm just kidding, guys. It's too cold. Yeah, it's Way too cold. cold. Well, um, you girls want to finish your discussion on um, last night's episode, and you want to end with some news? Amber, do we have anything else? Amber Davis. Hey, hey, you guys aren't going to want to hear this, but I had to tinkle, and it was like a gallon. Arwen knows what I'm talking about, so I had to put you on mute for a minute. But um, I drank like a whole 44-ounce drink, like sitting here chatting about the show, and then like midway I'm like, oh, I'm about to die. But then everybody knows that's me. That's Amber. She's always got to pee mid-show. I love, but, um, I love said, how Amber informs us that she has to use the bathroom. <laughs> no, I didn't inform and you she, until after the fact. I, I just quietly put you guys on mute, let you talk. I went and, I went and tinkled and now I'm back. But um, he said they scouted Conyers today, so they're not in Conyers. So even if you got in your car, you would be. <sighs> My car's not here time. anyway, so and my husband is working outside. on a Ryan Reynolds movie, so. It's freezing outside. Ooh, Ryan Reynolds is hot. <laughs> I know. Right? Okay, Jeff called me. When was it? Tuesday, no, Wednesday. Jeff it was called Wednesday. me. And she was like, yeah, we were going to get up. And they called us back from this Ryan Reynolds movie. And so she was talking. She was like, it's too cold. It's rainy. And I'm like, when Ryan Reynolds calls you and says, hey, I want you on the show. <laughs> You go. Oh, you get the hell out of bed and you go. <laughs> I don't care if the world is coming to an end. You go. <sighs> well, I, I know people are saying, why aren't you with him? Today, actually, like I said, they wanted, they needed me Tuesday, and I chose not to go. I, I was lazy. I admit it was pouring out rain. We actually had tornadoes here Tuesday. It was just really, really nasty weather. And today they just needed, there's only actually like 10 men on set today. So, I mean, he's definitely going to be featured in this role. So that's a really good thing. But they didn't need any women today. So maybe next week. We'll see. But um, went Tuesday and a tornado could have both of you and Ryan to the Women of Oz. Right? That would be crazy. I, you know what? I actually watched The Wizard of Oz Tuesday night, too, while I was laying here. But um, let's talk shirts, too. Amber? Yeah, I don't know where she went. I'll do it. Okay, guys. I'm right everybody here. Needs to I'm go right on here. the website. They either need time. to go to VampireSupport.com or VampireStalkers.com. No. There is a picture of the graphic. VampireSupport.org. .org. I'm sorry, guys. .org. Amber's going to put it in the... Um, in the chat for you. She just doesn't know it yet. But you're yeah, going right. to go there, and you're going to look at these graphics, and you're going to be like, I've got to have one of these shirts. They're absolutely am- amazing. All the money goes to Ian Summerholder Foundation. He has seen the shirts. He approves the shirts. He likes the design. He is very happy that we're going to be donating all the money to his foundation, where it will eventually go to things like the National Wildlife Federation and Gulf Age. The shirts and those are going things. to the National Wildlife Federation. National Wildlife sh- Federation. Yeah, so. the shirts are, he's going to do some kind of project with the National Wildlife Federation with the money from the shirts. I can tell you that 
um, the shirts are limited edition. So once we sell what we're going to sell, that's it. You can't call me and say, Jessica, do you have one extra at your house? Because I'm going to say no, I'm keeping it for myself. Okay? Yeah, yeah. once the pre-orders are done, that's it. Unless there's some high demand right at the end. Then we're we're the pre-orders are it. This is and and so everybody knows this is original artwork from someone that spent a lot of time doing these drawings. Um, she goes to uh, a school in Georgia um, she, as an, uh, she's a two D animator, um, and her art's really good. And they're also going to be printed in Covington. So. The T-shirts are going to be printed in Covington once we're done with the pre-orders. You know, read the guidelines, read the guidelines, and uh, you'll 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 see what's going on. And we're going to do the pre-orders, everything, blah blah. blah. I'm kind of losing my train of thought because everybody's picking on me about having to pee. But um, I can promise you guys that I can almost 95% promise you that Ian is going to put this shirt on and he's going to Twitter a picture wearing it, and you're going to wish that you had one. And if yes, you've watched the if you've watched the foundation Twitter and the Facebook, they've promoted the shirts. They've already said stuff about the shirts. And I mean, depending on how many we sell, our goal is 500 shirts. And if we can sell 500 shirts, we can get these shirts printed cheap enough that anywhere from 10 to 15 dollars per shirt is going to go to the foundation. That's a lot of money. That's a That's lot, lot of money. money. Sure. It's a big deal. Everybody is wanting to do something for Ann's birthday. If you don't, some people don't feel comfortable out and around just donating money. If you don't want to just donate money and you feel like you need to have something to show for your money, or you just definitely want a shirt because they're awesome, this is the way to go. Order a shirt. Fifteen or sixteen bucks or so is going to go to the foundation, and you will know that you have helped and you did something for Ian for his birthday. Forget all these videos; they're cute. We love them. We're going, you know. I'm sure he's going to see them and he's going to love them. But I mean, come on, you really, you know, let's do something concrete and help help a cause at the same time. And Marcos just tweeted about us. How awesome is that? He said, "Just did the VRO. Thanks, guy, for your support of the show. Now back to the woods." So. Have fun, Marcos. We we know you're cold. We're sorry. But we're glad you're working. <laughs> I want to go to those woods. Right. So we know that, you know, everybody's out there freezing the night, and so you really, really, really should appreciate this cast. They are awesome. They really are. Like I said to Marcos, that's not the first time that one of them has come in on a break and called into the show and, you know, I, I, just to remind people, we do this because we love this. We're fans just like y'all. Nobody's getting paid. We don't pay them to come on. Nobody's paying us to be on. We're doing this because we want the fans to have something that's for the fans. And uh, that's why we do this. So and it's not it's some really little awesome. thing. We don't not. This is something we work on for weeks. We set up these interviews. Then we take hours out of our day to write the scripts for these interviews to make sure that we get everything that you, the fans, want to ask. So just know that, you know, we do it for y'all. So We do. We do. We do. Yep. Well, Amy, what's coming up? up? What's coming up? Okay, tonight is our last show for the week. On Tuesday, Angie and Dina will be here with um, Twilight Tuesday. Obviously, they are going to talk about the Eclipse DVD. It comes out tonight at midnight. 
Um, so make sure you join them. It's uh, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. All of our shows are at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time unless it's a special show. Unless and if a guest can't come on at that time, we, you know, we open up our schedules to our guests. So, like, if Marcos couldn't make it tonight and he could only come on a Tuesday night, if you're a Twilight fan, that show would be going to Marcos. And um, Wednesday, crossing our fingers, Jess and I will be talking to Lane and Enzo again. Oh, yes, guys. This said, was, that was so much fun. This last Wednesday, I had a ball interviewing them so yes and I actually I actually saw Jessica on air um but she didn't believe me she was like whatever you love me and I do I would never fire her yes guys <laughs> but, I, I called her out but you know I'm just great like it, that it, it worked and I loved it <laughs> <laughs> but um hopefully we'll be talking to them again and then um Back to you, girls, Saturday night. And um, let me say, too, everybody, y'all heard me talk about the Mystic Falls tours. As you can see, the cast and the crew knows about my tours. They love it. They think it's a great idea. So if you're wanting a tour, you need to let me know. So either email me or you can call me. You can go on mysticfallstours.com or Vampire Stalkers and get all the information. We go to all the sets. I have gift certificates for Christmas, so if you want to buy a gift certificate for your best friend or your mom or your sister or your daughter or somebody, come on. I get plenty of men, too, so don't think because you're a man you can't come. I get a lot of men as well, so come on and let me give you a tour. You'll have a blast. Brandon and I make it lots and lots of fun, so I just want to throw that out The tour is amazing. The tour is amazing. It is a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, Jess knows her stuff, too. There's a couple people in chat that are saying do the tour. There's some people in chat that have been on the tour. It is a lot of fun. Yeah, I try to make sure everybody has a good time and they get to go and they get to... If, you, if you're if you a big Vampire Diaries fan, it's definitely a must just because, I mean, you get to go and see where they film this and where they film that. And if you're lucky, you may be on a day that they're doing actual filming, or it may be the day after they did filming, and I can give you some little sneak peeks of that you wouldn't otherwise know unless I was standing out there watching, because I'm telling you what, me and Brandon get our stock on. We do not leave. If they're in Covington, we are watching from daylight to dawn, freezing, it doesn't matter. Somebody needs to buy us one of those little heaters that you can plug into your car, because it's getting cold. <laughs> but we're going to be there getting the news for you, so I'm just saying. And listen, exactly. so there's no there's no confusion. Some people are asking in the chat. Next Friday, we will have a regular Vampire Diaries show to talk about episode 11, which I imagine with all the emotion, we're going to use that whole hour. So next Friday, we will be on. Now, after that, the, the weeks to come, we're going to be replaying some interviews from season one. One of those interviews is going to be part one of Julie Plack and part two of Julie Plack. You're going to want to listen to this. You're going to see how some of the things she said was going to happen have changed. Some of the things haven't changed. It might answer some questions with you about this whole love triangle, blah, 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 blah. You're going to want to listen to that. And you're also going to want to listen to the other interviews. Then, a week before the show comes back on, so a week before the 27th, that Friday before, or whichever day it is by then, but we, it should be Fridays by now. That week before, we're going to have an open discussion, and we're going to talk about the interviews, and we're going to talk about 
what we think is going to happen in the seasons to come. So sounds good, everybody. Next Friday, regular Vampire Diaries show. After that, we're going to be replaying some interviews, and then we'll be back sometime in January to discuss the interviews and discuss what we think is going to happen. Blah, blah, blah. And we really want it to be an open discussion. We want everybody to come join us. So. Yeah, and really big thank you to, to Marcos for letting us know when they're going to return from the hiatus because nobody knew that date. Everybody's been kind of scrambling, wondering how long they were going to be gone. So at least now, yes, we know they are going to be gone for a little while, but they'll be frantically at work while we're waiting, not to mention that it will be the last hiatus until the end of the season. So that's really awesome. That tells us we've got a lot left to cover and a lot left to see. So I'm excited. Exactly. And, Jess, I know something else you need to add to the soccer bag. Okay, what is it? A deer stand. A deer stand, you know? I know because they're getting on up in there, you know, nowadays. Mm-hmm. They're in the woods. I know. Or on roofs. You know, they'll be on the roof and, and they can't see up there. Exactly. If you don't know what a deer stand is, you need to come to the south. <laughs> right, I'm telling you. that Day after Thanksgiving, they had some um, infrared binoculars, you know, the ones you can see in the dark in, and I wanted them so bad. I should have bought them and added them to the stalker bag. They would have been perfect. That would have. Yep. I may go back and get them. <laughs> Brandon, ask Santa for them so I can go get them. Oh, Santa. I was supposed to go see Santa today. He's probably disappointed I didn't show up. Oh, you pulled up poor kids. You were going to take them and you didn't. Yeah, well, that's what they get because they're being bad. And that's what happens oh when you're bad. You don't get things that you want. <laughs> I get to see Santa tomorrow. I don't get to see Santa anymore because oh, my daughter grew up. My, my kids grew up, so we don't get to see Santa anymore. Oh. Brandon says Santa. Not Santa, Brandon. Santa. Santa Claus with a big white Santa beard. Santa Claus. Santa Claus. If anybody has kids, and I don't know if you have a Bass Pro Shop around you, but check it out because Bass Pro Shop has like a winter wonderland where they have games set up and they have crafts and free pictures of Santa like every day. So Santa's hanging out at Bass Pro Shop and you should take your kids because it's a lot of fun and that's what I plan on doing. So, Well, I tried to get Brandon to go and sit in the chair and let me take pictures and she wouldn't let me. So now she's saying on the chat room that she wants to go see Santa. So that's it. The word is gospel. You said it. We're going. Listen, when you come down <laughs> next weekend, because you guys I'm are coming down I'm printing this. Weekend, Do you hear me? I am printing this. We are going to see Santa, and I want pictures. Listen, when you come down next weekend, we can all go together. Okay. You heard her, Brandon. We're going in our ugly Christmas sweaters. Yes. You know, yes. um... Brandon's telling me to unmute her, so I'm getting ready to unmute her. But um, two years ago, I was out in L.A. during the Christmas time, and there's grown-up Santas out there for all of us ladies. Um, these Santas were in Santa Claus pants, shirtless, and a scarf oh and a hat. <laughs> I was a very happy girl at that mall. Hi, Brandon. Hey, Brandon. Hello. Santa, right? Okay, FYI, they're having him at my fall festival at my school, and that's who I want to go see. 
with my friends. Why? We want to go no. see the oh, movie. We're not her friends, Jess. We're not her friends. No, what? you're not. What? Amber, you, you got in a fight with me on air, so you're not my friend. <gasps> well, then oh, you're not invited to my ugly Christmas sweater hunt. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I love you. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just, like, want to go to that so bad. Yes, are you not going to a release party tonight for uh, Twilight? I am. No. I don't think I am. Travis is is on set. He has my car. Mm. Wow. I don't think there's any release parties going on because Gina actually called a couple of stores around Covington and where she lives in Atlanta, and they said they're not doing anything. I, think I know that, that uh, Walmart is. Yeah, Walmart that's is. what I was going to say. Gina did say that Walmart and Covington was going to be giving some stuff away, and they were going to do a little thing. But I don't think that their little thing ever amounts to a lot of anything. That makes sense. They yeah, think they're doing something, but it's really not anything. Yeah. So, All right, I, I don't I know. gotta go. Well, okay then. Well, we, are, we, we well I do have to go. We, we can't stay five minutes with us. No, I can't stay five minutes with you. I have some things to do. So. And you're supposed to call me. So are you still gonna call me? Yes. Okay. Because I have to wake up at six o'clock to make it fast. Okay. I will. I'll, see, I'll, I'll call see. you back. I'll call you back <laughs> in about five minutes. Okay. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. Yes, I have to wake up and take Aiden to his first parade. Oh yes, we're doing the Christmas parade here tomorrow as well. You said you weren't coming. No, I said I was going at ten, but I might not stay for the parade. So you're not going to the parade. Well, I'm going up there though. You just go into the square. That's where the parade is. Nanny said bring her chairs, and she thinks Marco's voice is sexy. <laughs> okay, then. Tell her <laughs> it was awkward. <laughs> All right, then. Y'all heard it. My mother-in-law thinks Marco's voice is sexy. I have to agree with your mother-in-law. Hmm. But okay, guys. Well, I think that was everything for tonight. If... Amy, did you have anything else? Or Brandon, did y'all want to add anything? That's it. Just uh, listen to Wednesday night's interview that we did with Enzo and then Lane calls in. It was a great interview. It was very, very funny. It was hilarious. Yeah. Brandon and I were almost crying. We were laughing so hard. It was hilarious. I was on the floor laughing. Yeah, it was was crazy funny. They invited everybody to Steamboat. So he's like, just hop on the bus. So we're going to figure out where the bus is going to be, which he'll probably tell us anyways. Right. And um, we're going to Steamboat. That sounds good to me. Sounds good to me, too. All right, guys. Well, we'll see you back next week. Order a shirt. I'm not even playing. Go order a shirt. Everybody can order at least one shirt when you're actually only paying $5 of it because 15 of it goes to the foundation. There is no excuse. Exactly. So, okay, well, night-night, guys. See you next time. Good night, everyone. Want more of the VRO? Visit us at thevro.com.